Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. We've been on this last minute junk for a little minute now. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to leave that in the past. Because the way our schedules have been looking. Girl. I'm not even going to ask you how you doing. Because I think I, I think I had a meeting with you every day this week. Yep. I think it was every day this week. We don't like, we do not talk this much. If it's not outside of trife, like just day to day, Katie and Delaney interactions where you send me stuff, I send you stuff, we kiki kiki. Like, we do not, I don't not see your face every day. I wonder how many hours of meetings we have this week. I don't, I feel like you should leave that alone. (laughs) I feel like I don't want to know. I'd rather just go ahead and do it. I mean, it was hilarious, y'all, because Delaney and I, we had like a four-hour meeting. So we working on something. Four hours. And oh shoot, it was, it was definitely six. Yeah. And like <laughs> so, this is a job. <laughs> one day we gonna get paid for everything. We get paid for some of the stuff we do. Uh-huh. Um, but not everything. But one day, one day I'm gonna be on my beast on without the um plagiarism i was about to say huh? i said without the plagiarism because okay, now it comes um, out one of your <laughs> now it comes out there was a blackity classical co- okay. podcast we took the whole <laughs> now blackity classical <laughs> what that got to do with us <laughs> came out there was a whole thing and i took it i took all the ideas and i said let's make a podcast can you imagine that's not a thing guys now they googling oh um, now it's people googling now now we on the shade room be simone inspires anyway <laughs> Oh, I forgot what I was even saying. Dang. Oh, we got to the end of the meeting. So Delaney and I were planning our future meetings. And I was like, all right, Delaney, well, I'm going to get off the phone now. <laughs> Delaney was like, Katie, we still have several things to schedule. I was like, I huh. forgot one. No, we didn't. We did. Well, it's something that can wait. But. Hmm. It's funny because my grandma still has high school Katie in her in her head. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm still I'm teaching a summer camp like full time, and I'm very while I'm very grateful to be working during this time. I was telling Delaney how exhausting it is to just stare at a computer for you know six lessons a day, like six hours a day, because I'm not used to being in that space. Yeah. While I might teach six hours a day and, and feel great at the end of the day or whatever, feel whatever. It's like. I, I'm moving around I'm in their face you interacting with their parents you interacting with your colleagues it's like I'm literally in my childhood bedroom staring at a computer screen for six hours a day it's very exhausting um so I'm very excited for that to be done but she was like oh so you're gonna be done next week so you just what you gonna do you just gonna lay around and sleep and I was like no <laughs> like because like that's what I used to do in high school I used to be in my room all day during the summer all day long watching tv living might go to the park with my friend might ride some bikes or whatever but she i think she still has that in her mind no matter how much i practice no matter how much she'd be like oh so what you gonna do you chilling now i'm like no gloria i'm not wish yeah, and that Zoom fatigue is real. I remember people talking about Girl. it, and and I started working a lot more in the past like week or two, probably two weeks, and then this, and then everything this thing we got, and then Classically Black has happening. a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, so I'm just like I considered it's it's difficult because I considered um taking a day 
where I'm just like off like I literally I'll turn my phone off like I just cannot be reached but it's hard to do that I use a computer for so many things like I Mm -hmm. I need to be able to to work so I'm like especially because um it's difficult to take a day off because it's like when you see a full day on your calendar that's for you like you're it's very tempted to put a bunch of stuff there because everything is so packed in other days you're like oh mm-hmm. well, i'm like spread this out and do a little one two and then a one two turns into a little three four and then it might turn into <laughs> a little five six like <laughs> and then next thing you know you work seven days a week so i just i mean you better than me because I, i'm a, people what people don't know about me like Oh, GK, I'm a, I'm a very lazy person. Like, it doesn't seem like I am, but I'm a very lazy person. So, if I saw a day off, oh, we chilling, period. Like, period. I was like, my plan, like, I'm going to go, um, I'm spending the day with my mom and my cousins today. Um, I still have to edit the episode. That's new. But, like, I, I plan on doing nothing today because I love doing nothing. It's great. I was talking to Jasmine about that. Yeah. Doing nothing, that's so fun. I feel like I am... I'm chronically lazy unless it has to do with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like if it has to do like in, cause I sure will let my stuff ride. <laughs> like <laughs> if ain't nobody got to worry about it, but me, Oh yeah, girl. So we'll see if it gets done or not. Like I really got to work on that because I'll be, I'll be setting myself up for disaster. Like, girl. but um, yeah, it's just, it's tempting to not to be like, if you don't want you know you don't want to look bad you don't want to look like you took too long to respond to something or whatever so it's typically you see a free day you're like oh you know i really might could but in reality it's like no that's the day off like (laughs) Mm -hmm. like but one thing i one thing i did see like i mean we are very much in the beginning stages of of classically black kind of beginning its ascent whatever that means um and both of us are in a very interesting part of our careers where we are where we're taking direction in some way and um one thing i saw on twitter i was like hmm but should i put it in my back pocket it's like we we have normalized like over over overworking over being like overbooked like that's how that's been normalized and while i like having people who follow me people who are my friends they know that i have a lot of stuff going on at the moment but I also love taking, there are days, Delaney, I, I, when I'm Delaney, I'm planning stuff, I'll be like, you know, I really, while I'm open to, for example, I'm like, I think on, on Fridays, I really hate doing stuff on Fridays. And I've said that time and time again to Delaney, like, I really would prefer not to do anything on Friday. Like, if we have to, of course, like, we will, but because of her schedule, of course, but I'll be like, I'm not doing nothing on Friday, or I'm not doing nothing on Sundays after whatever time because i feel like if i start my week exhausted i'll be exhausted the whole week type of stuff just trying to trying to lean into that idea a little bit more like it's cool to have a whole bunch of stuff going on but we have normalized four hours of sleep and i know my body cannot function like that like eventually will catch up to me that's what you did to be with this intermission so that was the last thing i did before i was able to go to sleep three hours ago I saw you DM me, and I was like, "Why is she awake?" Uh, you're why I was awake. Okay, Delaney, you and your intermission that you forced Delaney, upon the intermission me. is so fun and it's cute. Yeah, okay. Um, nah, but what was I about to say before I was before you started being a child? No, the intermission is so fun. I was I'm so excited. Harassed by you and your intermission. <laughs> the only I feel like I've only. You've only felt some type of intermission once, and that was when we were filming in LA, and I made you do that. <laughs> that was heinous. 
Like, I forgot what I have to go back and listen to that. No, I, was I forgot really exactly like, what it was. It was we had to do that thing where you sing like something in I the you a, style of a composer. What the heck something is that? Like that. <laughs> heck no, I cannot do stuff like that. And this stuff that like requires like a good amount of creativity. That like I think creativity comes in different forms. So I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. I'm not a creative person at all. Like, but I cannot do stuff like that. Oof, I cannot do stuff like that. I barely made it on this one on the hairs of my chinny chin chin, and we'll see. Girl, this one was fun, and I'm hoping to um, there'll be interaction on probably Wednesday because, you know, I like to, I like to get back to classically black schedule on social media. Y'all be seeing, I be, I be, I be in Katie's little world sometimes, and then post an episode on a Friday. <laughs> and I feel like I manifested. Remember that? Remember that time I posted on Tuesday on accident? Not on accident, but I went through my whole Monday like stuff was sweet. And then I post the episode on Tuesday, and what do we do? But a week later, post the episode on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Are we doing? Who's a black excellence? I was just about to say. I was asking. <laughs> are we doing it because the whole episode is kind of a black excellence? You right. So I'm like, are we even doing one? <laughs> All right. News this week. Oh, shoot. It is me. I'm like, when she going to start this trifling intermission? <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm telling y'all, I'm completely horizontal right now. Like. Completely. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the intermission is not that bad. It's so cute, y'all. It's so cute. Okay. So, well. Before we get there, um, I mean, it it might be cute to y'all because y'all ain't have to participate, but um, <laughs> um, to lay um, in this episode of Fuck Twelve, um, I'm sure y'all y'all know about. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't understand what's <sighs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. I just that came out of nowhere. I'm trying to. I'm looking for something. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, well, I'm sure y'all know about the murder of Elijah McClain, who um, was a 23-year-old massage therapist um, who played the violin, um, who was minding his business, trying to go home. Um, and I'm not going to get into details of what happened to him because yeah, you can look I it up and I don't like, want to talk about it. Um, I was having a hard time with that a couple weeks ago. Girl, I was having I was having a really hard time. My chest is getting tight already, so let me just yeah, just I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but um, I just want to bring attention to the the violin vigils that have been going on uh, for him across the country. The violin and other string instrument uh, vigils that have been going on um, for him across the country. Tons of string players have been getting together. Um, and improvising and harmonizing and playing some uh some music for him which is um which is great but at uh one gathering at aurora um aurora in colorado which is where he was murdered um their municipal center there was a peaceful protest people were carrying violins and cellos um and playing in honor of him and some police with riot gear was like, hmm, um, y'all doing nothing, not on our watch. And so uh, they showed up in riot gear to a violin visual. Um, there were kids there. Um, they, and we know kids do not care about, I mean, police do not care about kids. Right. 
So right. So, um, and I mean, I'm sure y'all might have seen this video. I mean, I'm gonna link the article, and you could choose whether or not you are in the headspace to receive that. Um, but um, yeah, they were they were storming and already in riot gear over some people in some violins. Um, in some violins, holding violins, so we're not in them. Um, <laughs> not the clarification. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I just want y'all to know that I know. <laughs> um, but it, there was no rhyme or reason to it, as is as is most things that they do. Um, they were dispersing the crowd, but then allowing the crowd also to gather across the street. But then they started pepper spraying people um, and just doing all kinds of terror um, that they're known for, I suppose. So, so yep, on brand. Right. So I just want to... Um, I just want to, I mean, thank everybody who, who went out there and, um, and, and did vigils for him. Um, and I want to say once again, fuck the police. Um, wish y'all nothing but the worst. Right. Nothing but the worst actually. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, it's terrible. Um, I have no words. I have no words. So I'll let y'all read the story. Um, on the other hand, I remember we we saw this, and I almost forgot to put this in the episode. And I'm so glad that I did not. Um, Adolphus Harold Stork is going to be writing a requiem cantata for oh, George fee, Floyd. Oh, yes, and I said <laughs> classical music go off. Like, if there's anybody to do it, Adolphus Harold Stork, he's going to go off. Um, we cannot wait to hear it. I, I for one Y'all know I stand Let me get me a shirt Yeah, I should start me a stan account <laughs> Yo Can you imagine <laughs> I'm like what is this <laughs> Right I'm talking about, I'm talking about like uh, Nicki Minaj you know, the, you know the barbs be <gasps> So I'm talking about like that level Yeah who gonna join DM me if you wanna join Period We gonna have, we gonna have shirts and stuff that say sanctum on it um and american protocol um what we think that one actually but right yeah. our, our Waka- board meeting wakanda and protocol yeah Waka- <gasps> like, i was trying to join us i was trolling my my three my three-year-old sure nephew because uh, he was saying he was playing a game on fortnite or something i don't know and he was like oh it's captain america and i was like captain who and he was like Captain America. I'm like, who? He's like, Captain America. I'm like, I hear you saying Captain, but it just like, it just go out after that. He was like, Captain America. I'm like, he's like, what is not clicking with you? Right. (laughs) I was like, oh, you mean Black (laughs) Panther? Period. I was like, let me, let me leave this baby alone. Um. Yeah, but I mean, he's gonna go off. Um, there's not much. Uh. There's not much um, information about it as of right now. I know what it's called. I don't. I'll link it. I don't. I don't want to say it just because it's just gonna be. It's gonna be sending us down a rabbit hole um, in our minds. But it's it's very explicitly about George Floyd, and you will know that from the title. Um, mm-hmm. And then, last but not least, I just want to bring attention to. I don't even. 
no oh yeah i just want to bring attention to um something that katie and i are doing um so we're we're gonna be speaking on a on um at the yellow national at home festival Yola. oh yeah yeah Katie. a couple times actually so um yep <laughs> y'all uh la field does a symposium called yellow national um it's the yellow national symposium usually which is in conjunction with their festival however of course we're all in the house well some of us are in the house some of y'all are just yeah and i can't even say the majority of us are in the house right so i don't a few of us are in the house yeah some of us um just a little here here and there (laughs) what (laughs) yeah that was like a move (laughs) (laughs) um what was I even saying? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're in the house. So it's Yellow National at home now, and um, we're gonna be hosting this series called Pathways, and it's about um, it's just like an exploration of people where they're adding their careers um, and their education, how they got there, where they're going, like that sort of thing. Because as we know, a lot of people feel like a lot of people are in that position where they get, you know, they feel like, oh, I'm gonna just go to music school, do this little one-two, get out take us some auditions and get a job and it's like no nah, first of all there's more to do in classical music than that and you owe yourself to explore that and two um that's not the only thing you can do so if you don't do that don't feel like you have failed and you are no longer a classical musician so that's kind of what the um the series is bringing attention to and we're talking to some very interesting people um so yeah that's on july 14th um in july 21st and it's also in conjunction with alex lang who's doing um another half like we're kind of splitting it up by like katie and i are like like um early career um ish i mean katie katie out here now but you know she she helped me out has, she helped me i out. have not left from so, where i was well, you have, i have not left. you haven't i nope you had a fellowship at the memphis and figure show before as well that was unnecessary Okay, that was quite unnecessary. Okay, um, so we're doing that. We're doing two sessions on that, and then Alex is doing two sessions on people who are like up there popping because you know he he another level. You know, just right above Katie level. Just she almost over there. She got like one foot over there. So on um, the same level. Shout out to Alex Lane. You and I. Yes, the Lane. High school diploma and double masters on the same. We're on the same level. We are on the same podcast. So. We were on the same podcast as uh, Artina McCain, Dr. Artina McCain. I'm a doctor now. Anyway, shout out to Alice hey. Lane, Omega <laughs> Sci-Fi, K9 Love, period. Um, and then we're wrapping it up on, on July 28th is our last session. So, yeah. I love Alice Lane because <clears throat> I like classical musicians who don't only do classical music. And I mean, if that's all you do, like, that's not a slight. I'm just saying. So any, anytime I talk to Alex Lang, I never talk to t- talk about his clarinet. We never talk about my viola. It's always about Greek life, and I'm like, period. So I'm excited to talk to him about that at Yola National. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? No. Okay, so Delaney's tight about our intermission. I thought it was so cute, y'all. I'm so excited. Okay, can you not look at me like that? So. <laughs> There is a trend going on. It's called Don't Leave Me. You might have seen it. You might have not. Um, it's really be on Twitter, but everything on Twitter makes its way over to Instagram. Mm-hmm. So um, 
don't leave me is a Nigerian way of gassing people up. It's like, don't leave me. This joke was too good. So, and what you, people say their joke and then they run away and they'll be like, don't leave me. Don't leave me because your joke is too good. People run away as it like being a mic drop type mm. of moment. Yeah. See, I was so very confused you, at first. And then I was just like, oh, this is kind of funny. Like, yeah. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the jokes are dumb. Just to clarify, they are dumb jokes. That's what's, uh, that's what's so funny about it. You really, it's like people really be in the house. Cause it's like. I would really be laughing at somebody. <laughs> yeah, at first like, I was confused. And then there was some of them, like the one. The, wait. He's like, he's like, uh, this is a book. Um, it's by, or it, the author, he's O-Logy. It's biology. <laughs> biology. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, they're dumb. Like, like, one girl was like, how do you steal a coat, you jacket? Um. <laughs> and it's like they're like dad jokes yeah. kind of so naturally i get a lot of my inspiration from social media for these intermissions so we are going to do um don't leave me but i told delaney they have to be um they have to be uh music related not necessarily classical music but they have to be well probably i never said that but like my all, my stuff is, all my stuff is is uh, hardcore rock related. <laughs> I mean, go off. Um, I can't even remember what it was called. You, that's how far right, I'm you, in for that. Remember when they were playing that in that restaurant we were in? It was literally like that screaming one. I don't even know how. What if that's well, probably wait, was. I'm sure that's which one? The one in Rochester, or the one in Nashville. In Rochester, you didn't have to not the pause because we went to that. Um, we went to that barbecue spot that looked kind of. Yeah, but in Rochester. The um, they were playing. I don't even know what this a this a what name for that, that, but it was like sc- the screaming kind of rock where they're like, <sighs> like that one. <laughs> it was that one, and it was like song after song. And we're like, okay, is this supposed to be a relaxing atmosphere? Because I'm being yelled at. <laughs> I low key think it was that our wait our waiter. Mm-hmm. He seemed like he was controlling the music. Yeah. But yeah, you want to? We just gonna go back and forth. Um. So yeah, oh, this was going to say. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, on probably Wednesday, I think Wednesday or Thursday, I will ask y'all to um to participate and see what y'all come up with, cause I, cause y'all be funnier than us, high key. So and good for y'all, cause y'all <clears throat> it's optional for y'all. So imagine if you had to do this on the spot, I wouldn't no. be able to. I won't be able to. I was barely able to. Okay. So, so would you like to go first? Or want me to go first? You can go first. Watch us have the same <laughs> ones. Okay. Um, you take a hat, you put it in the air, it's a high hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the so last. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, mine I have to ask you. So what do you call ice that falls from the sky? Snow? Ice. Oh, hell. And that bird that brings you a baby in a little bag? That's funny to me. <laughs> you gotta and say that it. That was Hailstork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's good. See, see, the money be all here. You know, it took me so long to come up with that. It took me so. So, But I'm just saying, I'm like, I'm just glad I did. Nah, that's better than mine. Mine are dumb. I only had two, by the way. I don't know if you had how many you had. I had three, but you know. See, I had two. Okay, so. Okay. Oh, it's good thing you started. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You take some notes. You put them to work. Now they on the staff. That's good. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> Wait. Nah. <laughs> wow. I would never have even thought of that. Girl, I was raking my mind. I was like, what's music? That's hilarious. Uh, notes, uh, you take a bassoon. Uh, <laughs> like I was struggling. <laughs> And and by the way, like this was my little like some of the it's like uh visual. Someone will be like, "What's this?" and "What's this?" Which yeah. is why I have to describe it because y'all can't see us. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but yeah, some of them, oh. yeah, some of them will be like, "I take I have this bottle. Mm-hmm. I take off the cap. No cap. That was my favorite one. Because <laughs> I say no cap a lot. Oh yeah, that was funny. Not now they on the staff. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I wish we could actually do a video. Um. Oh, I wish. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. What's the the dynamic? That means quiet. Piano and even quieter. Pianissimo. Piano trio. <laughs> that's good, Delaney. <laughs> that's good. I, that's the one I wish I could have. I could show it to you because then I could be like. You know, on the yeah, page. you could be like you could draw like one P. Uh-huh. Yo, that's good. <laughs> that was the last that's... one I came up with. I came up with that at like three hours ago, and I was like, I could finally. Okay, go to but sleep. now you sitting up, staring into the abyss, trying to come up with. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, my last one. Um, I take the Messiah. Mm-hmm. I pick it up. Now I have it handled. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see what people gonna come up with because I feel like we got the good ones. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I had I yeah. had the I had the one I told you yesterday about like I take some music I put it on a chair. Now it's, it's musical chairs. chairs. Mm-hmm. But I want to see what people come up with because I feel like people are way are really creative. Yeah. When Kendrick said diversity, equity, and inclusion, when Bruh. we said when we said start an argument in classical music in four in four words, I was like, yeah, he wins. He won that. I was like the way I cackled and also got very sad. Ooh, Ooh real quick, something. I don't. We, we having a really kind of upbeat episode today, so we, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> but one thing I want to talk to you about, Delaney, and also just put it in the ping in the in the minds of the listeners. So, <clears throat> speaking of diversity, equity, inclusion. So I was listening to the Friends on podcast this week, and they were talking about covert and overt racism, which is basically the episode that got lost. In in quotations, it's not lost; mm-hmm. only half of it. It's it's misplaced. Um, and they were talking about Hey Friend Hey was talking about how like she she was from the projects in in New York, but she got scholarships to go to to um private schools and stuff like that because teachers were recognized like oh whatever whatever you should go to these schools so whatever they got money to go and then she went to college and whatever and she built this brand hey friend hey or whatever and she was like I try to be she's like the more successful she's gotten she's tried to be careful about 
how she interacts with people and in her brand and how she's helping other people because like she came she came from poverty and had to had to like overcome a lot of stuff and she said she wants to be careful of of not becoming the gatekeeper to success like she's and like how are we basically what i'm saying is how are we we're talking about like diversity equity inclusion getting more black people into classical music being careful that we're not just getting to the places like achieving high success within the system of classical music and now we're we're now the gatekeepers and now other people have to come behind us and and struggle as well you know what i'm saying like how can we become different how can we get more people into classical music in, a, in an easier way than becoming the same gatekeepers that kept mm, us out you know I what i'm saying? What you're saying yeah that was kind of a roundabout way of saying it i just wanted to like i wanted to talk about that one day but because i know i know i forget it i knew i would forget it i just wanted to to ping that to, with diversity and inclusion coming up like how when we we struggle and struggle and struggle and then we finally get somewhere in classical music and then now we're the gatekeepers and then everybody else like well you got to find you a teacher and like you got to do this and then you'll get just like me and it's like well mm. can we find a different way yeah to to get people so we're not just perpetuating the same stuff that we went through mm-hmm. that's all i'd say okay moving on okay all right y'all so we are doing um a little thing called shout out to my sis um it's basically like an extra long black excellence when you really think about it yeah it's basically us we're we're taking this time to um shout out a bunch of people who are doing great things in classical music right now um especially because i don't know if you're if you're anything like in i don't mean we're not influencers but you're anything that has you're any person or entity that has a presence on social media right now and you are black you might have gained a lot of followers in the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks um and so we just want to make sure that we are always lifting other people up and mm-hmm. making sure that we are um telling y'all who to check out so i mean instead of y'all hearing all eight of these people over the next eight weeks in a black excellence we are highlighting uh both both people and businesses and organizations who we think are doing amazing stuff and so we are shouting out our sisters period um are we going back and forth or are we all at once oh yeah we could go back and forth okay so the first business i have is called generation music um it was founded by in 2018 by Chloe Cooper and Claire Casanova. So I've come into contact with Chloe quite a bit, mainly at Sphinx, and then we've interacted a little bit um, on social media. And then we have some um, work coming up with Chloe that I'm really excited about. Um, <clears throat> they're doing a lot of cool work. So Generation Music um, provides music education to underrepresented youth uh, through a series of interactive uh, workshops. So they have partnered with a few schools in the Philadelphia area, in the Philadelphia school district, and they go through and they teach like small um, music education uh, classes and workshops, like I said. Um, and this is all taught by young people, which is something I personally think is really, really cool and also really important because sometimes you want to hear it from people that you um, can relate to on a closer level. 
Um, and their part of their vision is to make sure that um, everyone has access to music education. Um, they are partnered with the School District of Philadelphia, uh, Settlement Music School, Project 440, which I'll come back to, and um, Philadelphia Music Alliance for Youth. Um, so Project 440, um, we know we talk about Joseph Kanye is like every episode, yeah. y'all just gonna have to get used to it. Um, so they've worked um project 440 i forgot what what is the phrase he said like it's a, a, it's a music program oh that doesn't that, te- that doesn't teach music that doesn't teach music right so they have they have um they teach entrepreneurial st- skills and philanthropy skills to youth um and um this this um what's call it <sighs> okay what's call it help lord help me on a sunday morning this um <clears throat> business that chloe and claire started um is a product of project 440 they had to do like a shark tank um inspired um presentation and they got funding for it and now they even they got their non-profit status like they think they are doing the thing so they're better than us (laughs) (laughs) on these mics (laughs) literally completely horizontal i bet you she but she ain't recording nothing laying down Chloe, I feel embarrassed low key because I was telling Delaney like I definitely started hor- I can't even say nothing to her I started vertical yes last week and ended up horizontal but we also recorded kind of late and it's early for Delaney right now um but yeah shout out to Generation Music they're doing a lot of cool things and I wish them nothing but the best like I would like they are freaking how old are they like 18 19 yeah. like you know what I was in 18 and 19 Far- nothing around <laughs> <laughs> farting around <laughs> hating the viola you know and they're like you know what i love this junk and i said period right i mean like, look at their inspiration you know what let me not even go to it's funny because when i when when you said chloe's name i was like i already know she was in project 440 and i already know who do that and i was like let's not go down this road because they about sick of hearing That's about not. joseph Kanye. he about sick of hearing him about himself on this show so yeah, I bet I bet I bet he'd be like every time he hears something that he's even in close proximity to he's like oh my god let's just hold be like here they freak <laughs> right let's hope it's like it's like you know what it's exactly like my dog goes crazy every time she sees the mailman I stand really really still when the mailman comes I'm like let me just hope that she don't see him because if she sees him it's like setting off a bomb. Like sometimes I'll even call her and be like, Chenka, 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 like get her to look at me so she don't realize that it's that he's on the porch. Like that's New what work. it's like. It's sometimes, sometimes. Ooh, Bobby holding yeah, my we- breath because she goes, she like that mailman is different for her. It's like it's not like <laughs> it's like I don't know what it is about him. And it's like she and sometimes even if she misses him, if she sees his truck parked on the street, that's good enough for her. <laughs> she is crazy she's up she does a jump up in the air like she's flying like it's crazy it's a sight yeah he must have did something to her when y'all wasn't home like <laughs> like she 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 going for blood yeah like i'm just like i do not know like she rocks at everybody but for him it just hits differently so oh it's my turn i'm over here so what you doing next <laughs> <laughs> Um, not only was I horizontal on my back too not even looking at my notes <laughs> that reminds me of that episode we did the, I think it was off the cuff like episode 24 or something mm-hmm. and you were like so we talk about next and that was so funny to me because it's like we're literally on a podcast <laughs> like, 
<laughs> what else? <laughs> oh yeah, that's what you said. What else? <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's your podcast. <laughs> um. Oh, God bless it. <laughs> um. <laughs> next up, I'm I'm talking about Joey Gidry. Joey is a friend of ours, a friend of the show. Um, you can also hear them as a guest on our series at Y'all National at Home. By the way, they are very trifling. Like wow. Joey, something. I'm like, I shouldn't even say this in front of Joey because <laughs> some of the stuff they've done, like <laughs> Joey, how do I describe them? Joe, you know what? Go on. What, what, right. what do they do? Because they're like, it's the type, like, you know, when you say something as a joke and then you're like, ha, you're going to move on. Joey be like, yeah, so we doing it? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> I was joking. Like oh. I feel, I feel the need to clarify that. Um, now, if I'm talking about um, J- Joey's a bassoonist. Um, they got their bachelor's at at Peabody, and then a graduate a performance diploma at Manners, and now they're going to get their uh, master's at MSM. So, Collect your things, right, period. So popping, popping, popping. Um, and we're highlighting Joey because um, they really like. I mean, from from the work that I know and and just being friends, um, they're commissioning actively commissioning works mm-hmm. by um, by composers in the African di- diaspora, um, and really kind of like chipping away at that you know co- that that canon that we got. Like everybody talking about it joy being about it you know um like first of all who's whose works i got money to commission at this time Ooh, i couldn't tell you but um but joey's still nah, doing the joey, thing right it's different and, and it's different mm-hmm. and um and be uh advocating for that new music stuff um you know mm-hmm, that do do that that do do the dee dee yeah that um um right and um <laughs> and maybe improvising and stuff which is something i have to admire because mm-hmm. nothing, nothing I, i'm able to do um and just performing everywhere joey is booked and busy i'm right. like i just want to tell y'all that like and i'll link their website so y'all could y'all can be a, a part of that y'all can be in the number of who has booked joey but um they're booked and busy and under management when they told me that i was like so yeah they were like oh yeah my manager i said we are not on the same page right like oh i and they recently were like, got a team no a team right i'm like we're not the same what? but it's okay <laughs> um but they've also been um really innovative in this time of like quarantine like they just did a bassoon class for composers and bassoonists talking through um like new music techniques how to notate them for composers because they also compose and um how to notate them for composers how to execute them for bassoonists and joey is really the truth like um they have some really really cool videos up on their website so i will link that um and they have a uh, EP coming out soon. Um, That's right. Yeah, so I would look out for that. Uh, I'll link. I'll link both their website and their Instagram so that y'all can keep up with the trife. Um, and yeah, shout out to Joey. All right, so the next one is a business called Feel Harmony Fashion. I really wish I had the um, creator's name. So 
if you know or if you if she listens to this she she asked for we spoke to her via dm a couple of weeks ago um but yeah i wish i had her name but it's called feel harmony fashion It's created for women performing in classical music and the web the website states feel harmony Fa- states Okay, Feel Harmony fashion dresses and skirts are elegant, beautiful, and comfy while being designed to meet the dress codes of orchestras and choirs, sewn from the highest quality airy fabrics presenting beautifully when both sitting and standing. The dresses allow for the full range of motions. Um, Our outfits are typically non-iron and wrinkle-free and are easy to care for. So I think that was really unique. Um, I love that, that, you know, you that you have that um, unique idea to create um, conscious clothes for women. That's like really, really um, interesting and really innovative in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, all of this stuff will be linked in our description box. You can check out, check it out. She also like custom tailors and stuff. So she'd be in her bag. Um, and then also if you're listening to this and you know who runs this company, would love to know her name. Yeah. Couldn't find it nowhere. Nowhere. It's listed nowhere. Um, yeah. That's mad. That's mad cool. Like, I've always thought about that. Like, is there any like designers or or you know, like stuff specifically for concert clothes and black owned too? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I should do? Yeah. I should design. I should design some viola cases that got like uh like Burberry and like uh Versace. Right, that'd be cute. Versace viola case. How much that finna cost? But you know how like people be making them do rags that got like oh, the coach yeah. symbols on it, but it don't really like just don't look at it too hard. Okay. <laughs> I don't look at it too hard. <laughs> all right. Um all right, so <laughs> don't take my idea. Who? Not you, oh, I'm just saying. In general. Yeah. You, you heard it here first. Okay, we coming out week period. We're gonna have Birkin uh well vegan Birkin. Viola cases. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so you having tofu, tofu viola cases? Okay. Oh, well, you know I love some tofu. Okay. Um, Tofu's good. If you don't like tofu, someone, somebody hurt your feelings with it. You got to know how to manipulate it. Period. I'm not a manipulative person. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> okay, what's you? <laughs> um, I was about to say. Um the next person okay so the <laughs> next um the next organization i'm talking about is the youth orchestra of urban towns and hoods um acronym youth um it's run it's a brooklyn-based uh, organization run by jacqueline Costin, um who is a bassist and a violinist uh, based in brooklyn she teaches around there but the um the main uh purpose of the organization is to teach string music uh with music from the african the African diaspora. So I thought this was really, uh, really cool and really interesting because, um, a lot of people like they want to make it seem like the canon exists because it teaches you fundamentals that you can't get elsewhere, and that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's using this music to teach, um, uh, to teach, like, you know, violin and and um techniques that you can't learn elsewhere. So, um, she got our attention because she's doing this this virtual uh zoom class um it's a series of eight weeks um and it starts on july 8th so um but if you have any students that would be good for this it's called strings of the african diaspora and it's teaching violinists that are ages 7 to 11 um 
uh, different folk songs from both Zimbabwe and Ghana. Period. Right. Um, and this is a suggested donation of $5. So if you can, you know, donate so that she can continue her work. Because um, I just think this is really cool. I think they're, mm. like, we talk about, yeah, you know, program so-and-so and, and this person. But I also think that there's um, something going on in terms of, like, people really overhauling the canon and saying, like, you don't even like yes based off of five will teach you a lot but you can also that's not the only uh piece of music and the only, the only type of music that can teach you that right um and we've touched on that a bit on the show but it's nice to see you know someone out there especially doing that with 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 uh students from such a young age mm-hmm. um so they're really gonna they're gonna have such a unique outlook on on their instruments when they get older like having right. this at seven eight to seven to eleven right i didn't even play the bass at that age like that's amazing yeah Mm -hmm. so shout out to her um i'm gonna link um the information for her uh for her camp and um just her initiative in general shout out to jacqueline period um my next one is kinder loot um we talked about uh cameron williams on the show before i think she was a black excellence um, but Kinderloo is a story that is a book that tells a story of four friends, violin, viola, cello, and bass, who are nervous to meet their new owners. And if you met some of my students, you'll be nervous to meet them too. Okay. Because <laughs> girl, when they now split my... that scroll in half the long way, I was like, how did that happen? How do you do that? Like some of the stuff, I really have to give y'all credit. Like, <laughs> and like man that's one thing i really be on my students about when i first meet them i'm like absolutely not i'm like did you just pick it up by the um by the peg have you lost your mind what if i picked you up by your ear kids be really getting on my nerves sometimes they really be getting on my nerves because it's like the amount of disrespect i feel when um a student like even drops an instrument i don't care like Oh, like I just be like, next time I'm gonna pick you up and drop you. Okay, and be like, oops, (laughs) right? Oopsie. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I remember the last day that kid had one time to hit my base. That was the last day that base ever saw the light of day at that job. Like, Mm -mm. um, and and certainly the kids like in the particular job we're speaking about in my studio, I've just been like, do not touch the hair. I'm like, why don't you put that down and pick it back up? So now, like by the time we got to mid year, those are not even an issue. But then when you go around everybody else and they still javelin throwing their cellos, I'm like, you know what? (laughs) It's it's no oops. It's really no oops. It's not. Um, Kids know how to care for stuff. But anyway, yeah, if you teach them how to. You have to teach them how to, and like you, there was there was none of that at the beginning. You can't even blame them. Yeah, people people do stuff the way they were taught. Mm-hmm. They learn quick so, because my 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 nephew he hit my dog in the face on accident, just being you know just being crazy, and mm-hmm. she she was like not having it, and so my mom taught him like be gentle with okay. her and stuff, and and so the next time he came and he pet her and he gave her a real gentle hug and kissed her on the head and was like I'm being gentle with her like that's really right, all kid, it takes like then, right and how old is your nephew three three like come on. And you look, he's changing out an elephant because <laughs> and check, it would have been no hugging the next time. Right. Because now she, she kind of get up and walk away when he come over. Cause she like, 
she like he do he doing a bit much but sometimes she'll just get up as like a test she might not walk away but if he if he continues to do too much she'll be like yeah okay um but let's just say cameras doing important work um and this is a, this book is in association with cam and i strings founded by cameron williams which collects used um string instruments and repairs them then donates them to local elementary schools and after school programs and youth orchestras in south florida so um i believe cameron is she a a junior at juilliard i think, you she, know? I think she might be going into her junior year okay yeah or her sophomore year i don't know she's yeah so yeah somewhere around there so yeah shout out to her yeah, kinder Luke right. is the name of the book and shout out to her for having time to be repairing instruments and sending them out places because girl i don't my, know how do you even begin with that my own instrument i'll be like yeah well suck it up <laughs> and honestly like i'm telling you i don't even change strings no more i'm like why why should i struggle to put a little thing through the thing mm-hmm. and then you gotta and you gotta do all that or i could take it to the shop and they do it yeah, I'll just kill one half uh, the time. Yeah, I'll kill a bunch of birds and one stone. I'll leave everything there and I'll just like just do like fix it. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I mean when I when I taught public school I had to I had to get really good at changing the string in two minutes. You know, so I did get really good at that. But like when I might I might end that space no more. So I'm just like, you could do it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So Shout out to her. Um, all right, so the next um, the next uh, organization that we're shouting out is uh, the International Florence Price Festival, also known as Price Fest. Um, also known as TT Flow Fest. Okay. <laughs> um, right. Okay, Flow Fest. <laughs> Just not known as that, y'all. Um, the, it's an annual festival that's dedicated to the music of Florence Price. So they were supposed to have their inaugural festival this year, but yeah. Ms. Rona said, that's cute. So anyway, back to me, um, unfortunately. Right. But, you know, they still they still out here and they still finna be here in 2021. That's period. Um, so they're dedicated to celebrating the life and the legacy of Florence Beatrice Price. I'm doing an annual festival that's going to feature um, Price's musical output as well as uh, educational, um, scholarly, and advocacy oriented events. Um, there also there will also be awards recognizing different performers, scholars, and advocates, um, and leaders that have made significant contributions to the music um, and the legacy of Florence Price. Um, so they're going to be doing annual awards that way. Um, but since, you know, we're a little bit out from the festival, I thought I would also include like what, you know, you can, how you can be engaged with them now. And they do have a blog on their website, which of course will be linked. They have a blog, um, with, um, articles and stuff that you can read, um, about, uh, Florence Price and, um, about the work that they're doing leading up to the festival, um so yeah sh- i mean shout out to them there's also a couple of uh past black x lie on their leadership team mm-hmm. including jonathan rush and patrick daly so uh shout out to them uh sam is also on there sam uh thompson is also on there oh bless him i love him yeah. so, so much um so i mean shout out to them i think it's this is a a great example this and actually my last one as well are a great example of people kind of zooming in um on specific uh composers and really making sure that like 
their legacy and and what we have in terms of research and music from them is flushed out because Mm -hmm. it's just so like when you look at how many black composers have gone like unpublished or their stuff is lost like it's very very daunting Mm -hmm. and so to see people like this that are like okay you know what we just we just gonna put a whole bunch of energy right here and we're gonna get everything that we need to we gonna we gonna do everything we need to do um and make sure that y'all know about this here florence price like period like price fest uh hats off to y'all uh can't wait for the festival you know i if i if i can make it i will certainly be in the number right period okay my last um shout out goes to a series called chat and chew and um it was created and it's created and run by Lucinda uh, Ali Lansing. Um, so Lucinda is the founder of the High Park Suzuki Institute. So High Park is just an area in Chicago. Um, it was founded, the High Park Suzuki Institute was founded in 1998 by Lucinda. Um, it started as violin only, um, but she has since expanded um, to include viola, guitar, cello, and harp you know um and then she also got her kinder music training so um she also has early childhood music classes there as well um so chat and true is like a a weekly um online series for mostly moms to talk about uh music and their kids and um the mission is to help as many parents of musical kids from underrepresented backgrounds in classical music um by providing them with information and resources um, to help them be successful from cradle to college. Um, and Lucinda is a, is, a, is a name in classical music. Um, she plays with the Illinois Philharmonic Orchestra and the Chicago Sinfonietta um, as a, in a partnership with her work at, at the Hyde Park Suzuki Institute. So, yeah, shout out to that initiative. Um, I've, I said it several times that parents need information mm-hmm. and that's one of the numerous roadblocks to um seeing more black and brown faces in classical music because classical music does not function like basketball um ice skating that when you when you drop your kid off you know you pick them up and they and they're Shaquille O'Neal you know I mean of course like more goes into basketball than that I'm not dumb like I know that those kids also get one-on-ones and they also have to work out on their own but there's so much more that goes into music as a extracurricular activity if you want it to become a, a, a career that parents just don't know about so yeah shout out to this series called chat and chew yeah I think that's like that's definitely a blind spot for a lot of people is like parents mm-hmm. because I mean when you really think about it I mean when are you starting to do stuff on your own like right there's a lot of stuff that happens before like yeah by the time I was applying to college I did that by myself but mm-hmm. you know your parents are completely you don't know what you don't know so right they need to know before you know because if you're a minor they're making your decisions for you right so um yeah but my last um my last shout out goes to the Heritage Burley Society I was originally gonna do the festival but there was not a lot of information on solely the festival and they partner with the festival anyway so that's like just mm-hmm. a part of this um 
but the Harry T. Burley Society um, was founded in uh, 2017 um, as a nonprofit organization that uh, that advances the studies of Harry T. Burley's uh, work through supporting the this supporting performances of his compositions um and uh scholarly research about um Harry Burley who of course he was a he was a baritone and a composer um um and it the purpose of the organization is to continue his legacy um by challenging the value the the boundaries of classical music um especially because Harry Burley was so instrumental in um reviving the the negro spiritual um mm-hmm. and he very much uh did challenge the boundaries of classical music um by influencing people like Dvorak um and you know and people like Dvorak and people who use the the American sound similar to him were influenced by people like Burley. Um, and so they do, uh, public performances and events. Um, they also, uh, offer opportunities to a new generation of composers, arrangers and publishers. Um, they also, um, they, they also are involved in, uh, an archive of black music, um, and they promote the study, the academic study of Burley and his contemporaries, um, and everyone who has influenced them in future generation, influenced by them in future generations. Um, and yeah, they do, um, a lot of, uh, cool stuff. They also have a blog on their website that is very extensive, um, which is a way that you can engage with them right now. Um, they also have archives of pieces by Burley, whole concerts that you can watch, lectures, and scholarly resources as well. Like if you you write an essay, you you know you want a little something something on your work cited page, they got that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one thing that I thought was really really cool that they that they launched last year, um, they partnered with uh, student researchers, student researchers, you hear me, student <laughs> student researchers. <laughs> they were not the researchers um of saint olaf college um to build a series of maps that were centered around burley's musical legacy so yeah so they have these maps these interactive maps on their website that basically like they map his career of like places that he lived worked and performed and then like you click on them you can interact with them um and it has like like um different uh, like sources and things that you to to look at based off of where he was and what he was doing at that time so you can like look it has like little you know little pings on the on the map like on google map you can click on it you can see all that and that's a, that's such a cool and like innovative way to trace um and an interactive way to trace like what composers were doing i've never seen that anywhere so um right. yeah i would check that out it was actually uh it was actually really cool and i'm glad that people are are you know innovating like that because you know i'll be i'll just be i'll just be right here doing that little one you two. do mm-hmm. so all your stuff you got going on you just that's your one two mm-hmm. curating content working with the la field that's your one two mm-hmm. hmm. i know you're used to a more of a anyway five, six, do, do not turn this back on me do not turn this back on me oh i just realized so it's eleven eleven. I forgot to tell you. You know why I always see eleven eleven? Mm-hmm. Because it's my angel number. Have you heard about that? Mm-mm. I need to do more research on it to make sure it's not. 
you know, but um, this influencer I follow, Arnell, Alyssa's twin, she has her angel number tattooed on her, like, clavicle, and it's, like, hers is, like, 10, 17, so I looked it That's up. That's my birthday. Oh, I wonder. Like, if there's a reoccurring number, duh, that's your, your birthday. And remember that one time you had me out here because I was guessing the 24th, and you were like, yep. You had yourself yeah. out here because you were guessing the 24th, and it was wrong. <laughs> anyway, I always see 1111. That's what it is. Hey, do, is there a series of numbers you always see? No, I feel like right after you said 1111, I was already seeing it. But I feel like oh. lately, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always see. It doesn't matter what. It's always 1111. It's weird. Anyway, it was 1111 right now, y'all. That's why I said that. Okay. Well, there's no black excellence. Yeah. Because this whole episode was a black excellence. Yeah. We trying to get back on track, y'all. We kind of got through off our game. Through? Is that what it is? Okay, masters. Is it through? Throne. Throne, I think. Um, oh. yeah, because I didn't even mention that. Yeah, my laptop is still not fixed. I went to the Apple Store and they were like, So, this is actually our last day being open, um, and not just ours, every Apple Store in LA County. Um, so not only can we not fix this for you, we also can't send it out for you. Which I was I'm like, Of course, I was so irritated because, like, that's not the person I was talking to, like, it's not his fault, like, <laughs> um, right. but I just I thought it wouldn't take that, like, I thought they could fix that in the store. Um, and it, it would only take a little bit, but apparently not. So, cause just my battery, my battery needs to be replaced. Um, so yeah, I do have a laptop now. Thank God my job overnighted me a laptop and it's all fancy. You got a touch screen. My mom is sick of me talking about it, but, um, Delaney made it, y'all. Um, yeah, so, so this is what we doing for now. And that episode is just forever trapped. And unfortunately for y'all, we're going to have to edit out the beginning, which is us talking about the 10th of july or the the 12th of july or i feel like there was some type of thing that happened recently yeah because my they was doing a bunch of fireworks and my my nephew he was like why are they doing fireworks i was like that's a good question i don't know ain't nothing to celebrate today it's saturday it's really nothing going on so yeah i feel like yesterday like my uncle barbecued too and i was like i was kind of confused but it is summer so i was like oh, oh maybe right. he, yeah it's summer yeah, maybe he was in the mood to barbecue yesterday yeah. i mean it meant nothing to me all the downstairs smelled like me so it had nothing to do with me yeah um i'm trying to think because there was a whole bunch of fireworks yesterday but i was like the next holiday i know that's coming up is labor day so i'm confused as to I did hear the people talking about something like I knew in the past they would do like parades and stuff for like July second. Is it July second? July fifth. No, you're right. Oh, period, yeah, period, period, yeah. It was right. <laughs> it is July. It is July fifth. Um, I just don't really. I'm curious as to what they, what they celebrating. Yeah, because I mean, everybody and then really celebrate so yeah i mean i'm trying to i'm just trying to rack my mind we doing go this back whole thing to again? apu huh we doing this whole thing again oh no because <laughs> i was i was just telling you i was trying to rack my mind yesterday going back to i was like you know what let me see let me dig down real deep and go into apu west and to see okay slight flex when I, slight flex girl everybody took a push i ain't take a push and i was dumb as bricks in that class oh, okay. <laughs> I did not take a push, and uh, you know what? I ought to have, but but I didn't want. I wanted a certain teacher, but I took AP bio, mm. biology. That was a freaking mistake. You finish it? AP bio. Gosh, Yo. I freaking I blocked that. 
that stuff out. Girl. It's so it, pointless. The, I was like. That's the thing. I look back at my life. The only thing I can thank my AP classes for is like when you get to college, the the rigor that they have you going at. College wasn't easy by any means, but it's like you know how to write a paper. You'd be surprised how many college people just don't know how to write. Girl. People in college don't know how to write a paper. And it's like, I took AP, I took honors English. I took AP three. What is that lit? And no AP, whatever three AP is in English. And I took AP four, which is AP lit. And I could, I could turn the paper around. You know what I'm saying? You will be surprised. Girl. How many people cannot write a paper? Especially musicians. It is sad. It is sad. Like, what are y'all streets. doing? It's like, you do not, you need to know how to do other things besides your, uh, play your instrument. If you are under management, if you're not under management, you are writing things. Right. And it's like, if you feel dragged, I'm not trying to make nobody feel bad, but like, take you a little writing course or something. Yeah. You know? Ain't nobody trying to drag y'all, but like, come on. You need to know how to write stuff, especially like, like the lady said, if you're not under management, which a lot of us are now, which a lot of you are not like, especially like when you're trying to build your resume, like a lot of stuff that I put on my CV is me writing a proposal to speak at somebody conference. Like you need to know how to do that. Like you need to know how to, how to write effectively. And it's like y'all be starting, y'all be doing lowercase eyes. I'm like, your phone corrects oh that for my you. Gosh, lowercase eyes. Like it's bad in these streets. It's I'm not even. Bad. We don't even have to talk about there, there, and there. We can go oh, back before girl. that. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not a drag, but like if you, if you feel attacked, like take you a little. Everybody in the house, take you a little creative writing class, or something. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's real bad in these streets. So I do thank AP for that. But aside from that, the fact that I'm not using anything, I really suffered in AP physics. What Girl, the- why? Why on God's <laughs> green and blue you would ever take that? It was so bad, Delaney. I wouldn't touch and AP me, physics with a 10-foot ten, a ten ball. The only thing that made it fun was me and you, Shane, were back there. Me and you, Shane, were the only... No, and this girl named Tanika. Tamika. Tamika, because Tanika's my sword. Tamika. Me and this girl, we were all Jamaican, and we were all being there speaking possible in the back of the class. <laughs> The lady would be up there teaching. We'd be in the back speaking parts with not understanding. We were like, oh, what the one? What's going on? We don't know. No one wanted to work with us. None of my kids wanted to work with I us. We were why. perpetually confused. Y'all, yeah, like, <laughs> perpetually what confused. What are they talking about? Like, <laughs> we did not understand. It's like we learned gravity 9.8 yeah, M over 6. Yeah, and then after that we just like took off and i'm like how did we get here it was bad yeah once we started once i uh realized i was like i'm going to music school of course i didn't throw my grades away but i wasn't taking nothing no extra super rigorous like i was two years ahead in math which that made everybody think oh you must be good at math i was not that's just how a school that that's i was in is. uh yeah. set up well in california everybody's a year ahead but i was mm. so i was a year ahead of everybody in my grade but two years ahead of the state and um so when i went to when i switched schools that's what made me two two years ahead mm-hmm. um and because i are in in eighth grade i had to come to zero period because they didn't oh you was one of them yeah i had to come to zero Dang. period because they didn't they didn't offer um the math at my school because there was only like six of us i wasn't eight like eight of us that's what actually when it dropped off because i had to go to class at, i had to go to school at seven o'clock in the morning you are popping the kids like i took i was a year ahead because i end up i ended up in calculus my senior year so i was a year ahead right in illinois but if you was taking the bus to um school 
the, the kids who took the bus to school were in geometry as eighth graders. Yeah, that's right. That that's next level, Delaney, because that means you either as a senior in as a senior in high school, that means you either take statistics or they would make people take the bus to Northwestern and take math, college math. Yeah. You popping. I took geometry. Period. I took geometry in eighth grade in um I just remember, it's so funny when I, I didn't was, know I was around elite. I ain't girl, when I was it's funny when I was in algebra one in seventh grade, I was like I was thinking, Oh my god, all these eighth graders blah, blah, blah. I'm like <laughs> looking back I thought I was I was also new to that school, so you know that was that but yeah um but i didn't take math my senior year because i was like i am not taking this i took i actually took stats because i don't know we could have taken either one like once you're past a certain thing you can take problem stats or calculus so it's like okay Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take stats first girl i was like i am not taking no calculus so once i figured out i was was, uh doing music it was so funny because i had in my my econ and my government class like it was just like that we had the table of black people back there (laughs) (laughs) we were just acting a fool i mean we it's funny because we were engaged (laughs) we were we were certainly engaged we were engaged like in a trifling manner similar to classically exactly yeah similar to classically black where we're talking about like classical music and stuff but we'd be trifling about it it was like that like we was always up at the at the teacher's desk uh arguing with him because also we were seniors so we were getting ready that was gonna be our first election to vote in so like we were also very Mm -hmm. we were also like paying attention in government you know we were being trifling um yeah but girl yeah that's the thing like me and you shane we were you shane's a freaking lawyer right now you know what i'm saying like we were (laughs) we were learning but we were just so confused and we were confused together Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah. I remember I also had um oh that's what it's called it's called language and composition. Oh, I also right. had language I had language and composition my junior year with you Shane and all these white people. And and we would be back there talking patwa confused. And I remember one day I was like um I remember one day I was like you Shane I ain't read cuz we were reading the Grapes of Wrath which is a terrible book. Oh it is a ter- I don't care. Yeah, the I'm Grapes good of Wrath uh, is a terrible i i don't there are too many books that are held up just like classical music it. just like classical music there are too many pieces too many books that are held up as like high reading the grapes of wrath is definitely like it's absolutely trash and what's that book with the big fish in it the old man in the sea also garbage right so i was talking about moby dick i was like a whale no <laughs> <laughs> The only way I acknowledge is freaking Jonah and the whale because honestly, that book. I mean, did I read Moby Dick? I feel like I read Moby Dick pretty early on, like I think like fifth grade. But um, we were I, I didn't read one day, and we had a little group. It was me. I will never forget. It was me, you, Shane, this dude named Christian, and this girl named Leah. And I was like, I had like I think I had pit workers the night before. I'm like, I didn't read you, Shane. So then Mr. Blades put us into groups. Not Blades. Mr. Blaze put us into groups and we was doing whatever and I'm like you should, okay so you should help me he was trying to <laughs> he was trying to summarize to me the reading the night before because remember, remember they have they have freaking high schoolers reading like three four ten chapters a night you know we have cla- oh, homework in other classes too right like, so anyway he summarized me so why Mr. Blades come around and freaking Christian oh freaking Christian he's like well, we just, Katie didn't read, so I'm like, yes, 
Wow. Girl. It's like Katie, Katie, we were catching Katie up because she I was like, are you Wow <laughs> That is so rude. No, we're Whoa. catching Katie up. Wow, what a snitch. What do you gain from that? What did you gain? Wow. <laughs> what did you gain from that? That is so trifling. Now we're catching Katie up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bro, I had a problem wow. with him ever since. I do not. I mean, I can see why. <laughs> and that's why he smelled funny because he wore a North Face every day. I'm like, it is literally 80 degrees. And this school is not air conditioned all the right. way. How about you catch up to the times to take a shower, Christian? Right. Heck? Now we're catching Katie up. Now I'm mad. What's his name? Let me look him up on Facebook. Christian, let me see if I'm on Facebook. <laughs> Let's be real. He probably freaking working in IT and freaking Calabasas. Not Calabasas. Where's the place? He's so caught up. <laughs> Where's Cupertino? The place? Anaheim. Cupertino. What's the place where all the people at? Oh, Silicon Valley? Silicon? Yeah. I said Silicon. <laughs> you see how far? It's not Silicon? How far? I think it's Silicon. Silicone Silicon? is what they put in like breast implants. Like It's not the same thing. No, so, oh, is it? Oh, girl. I don't know, girl. Uh, the, the, the place is Silicon Valley. Silicone is like a material. Oh, I thought it was the same. I had thought it was the same name. Maybe it is. I have a friend, I have a friend named Oliver who works down there. He was a cellist um, in orchestra with me. It's cool to see people like, no, no, he lives in San Francisco, never mind. But Christian, Christian, that was his name. I shouldn't have said his last name. I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> I should not have said his last name. Y'all, cut that out, Katie. Um, y'all, she said his last yeah. name. She cut it out, but she said it. Just so y'all know, it was funny. <laughs> and... It was exactly, it was very telling. His last name. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's exactly what I bet his last name was. I thought we were, I thought we were cool. I talked to you even, you know, let me not say that because I, I was not a bully. But I talked to you even in spite of what you had going on, okay? <laughs> and it had to do with that North Face. Because he wore that North Face every day, y'all. Not worth <laughs> That is so, oh, that is so trifling. That is so <laughs> trifling. Isn't it? It, it unnecessary. You did not have to say that. You did it. That is hilarious. Stop being a Christian six nine. Why are you telling people every my business? That is very I thought we hilarious. Because cool he played flute. I thought he would. I thought we were oh, cool. See, there we go, Mara. See, you know. No, I'm just <laughs> he played flute. Cause y'all, y'all, y'all be fluting and being trifling. So it's always a woodwind play. Oh, here he go. He living. Not giving okay address. Okay, doxing. <laughs> oh, never mind. He was in Ann Arbor. Oh well, at least they he putting some use to that North Face then. Uh. <laughs> Better there than here in Los Angeles. I thought he had a North Face on in this picture on Facebook, but he don't. He's now we are catching Katie. I'm not gonna get over that one for a minute, girl. How you think I feel? I'm gonna talk to the. I, Oops. I didn't talk to him for the rest. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now I didn't talk to him for the rest of the year. Oh, I should use that. Oh, I should really use that. But I really no, I shouldn't because that's so trifling. But yeah. I mean we we would be we would be uh trifling. So I remember my my senior year I had every single class with my friend free. 
every single class. Dang, that sounds lit. It was lit. I, and when I realized it, I was like, hold up. We got every class together. Um, and I had free period. And then we had late start on Friday. So once we, you get free period and late start, I didn't have to go to school till like 11. <laughs> like, that was lit. I mean, but unfortunately, I took the bus. To sc- I took two buses and a train and a walk oh, to see. school. So, I mean. and you and doing leaving an hour later than normal? Yeah, because especially because the bus doesn't run as frequently past rush hour, like when people Dang. are not going to work. So I do have to leave a little earlier. But, you know, you could. I look, I went to school very close to downtown L.A. So, you know, you, there's certainly things to do in time to queue. Um, but, yeah, I remember one time. <laughs> this is back when I had a weave. And my, um, my English teacher, he was, you kind of got to be able to see me for this, but. Oh well, y'all. I'll try to explain it. He was talking, and I had the scratching cone, the the, the cone that you use to scratch underneath your weave. No, Delaney. And I was like sliding Delaney. it out really slowly, and <laughs> did it like a little Delaney. little under my scalp. <laughs> he was talking because, and when I tell you, free was bent, like trying not to laugh. <laughs> when I tell you, my scalp was itching so bad, and I was like, listen. The funniest, it'd be funnier when you know you can't laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Delaney, this picture's from 2019. What do you see him wearing? And you know what? You thought I was playing with the North Face. You thought I was playing. Is he he, he staying with the North Face? They must be cutting him a check. Maybe he got a partnership. Period. Let me shut up. Let me shut my poor behind up. He probably. He he a North Face uh, ambassador. Right, like Savage Fenty, probably an ambassador. <laughs> probably, probably an ambassador. We're catching Katie. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah, we gotta end the episode because I would not get over that. <laughs> I would not get over that. That is high school was wild, bro. That is so rude. It's like, rude. Why throw someone under the bus when you could just not? Like, we um, catching Katie up. You really could just mind your business. <laughs> Leah looked the way Leah looked at him. Leah was like. Cause they were like friends, and Leah was like, "I forgot what Leah. I can't remember exactly. I can't remember. She was like, shh, or she was like, looked at him like, are you dumb? Right. That's a, a legitimate <laughs> question. Thank you, Leah. Um, <laughs> like it was one of it was one of them or a combination. But I do remember that Mr. Blade was like, I don't remember what Mr. Blade said. I did not try in that class at all. But that year was the first year that um." language and composition was offered at at my high school so like everybody was kind of just like winging it mm-hmm. so you know i got an a <laughs> there's no reason for me to have getting got an a i did the bare minimum in high school the absolute bare minimum okay having the bare minimum doing the bare minimum and still coming out on top something like katie could do period sis proud of you anyway yeah come on when my class rank came out my friends were like are you for real because like i went to bed mm-hmm. and i did some deep hanging out um all right then well since we're not doing the black excellence i mean i'm way up uh, never mind i'm not gonna say that um <laughs> got a piece of the week mm-hmm. my piece of the week is night song by no pointer um i think i've mentioned no pointer maybe once or twice on the show before we should really do an episode on him um he was um like a jazz violinist he died pretty young unfortunately um i think he was 39 when he died but um yeah he has or we back when cds were a thing um we used to listen to one of his albums a lot when i was a kid 
um and his his music is just really really beautiful um so and now he has a there's a i think one of his children started the no pointer foundation in his name but um yeah so i'll link the recording tonight song that's one of the many out many albums you hear me many songs it's called night song not night album um one of the many (laughs) songs um by him um on his album that slap so period well y'all thank you so much for listening to the classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast it's really funny how you you know what i'm just gonna move you you are an enemy of progress if you have a piece of the week suggestion a black excellence suggestion or an intermission suggestion that won't make the any tight send them to classically black podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to y'all next week all right we'll catch you up next week one day delaney what i hope for you is that you would just let me say the outro in peace <laughs> so i won't have to cover your face i'm sure i've done it before no you haven't i've never ever not even the first time okay like i feel like i've let you say it in peace before but it wasn't until you really started messing up that i was like (laughs) (laughs) i i prayed on that (laughs) bye y'all bye